Today is the 19th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you as we begin a new week. And this is the third beginning of a new week already in this new year. So we, we, we're definitely moving along at a good clip. And it's always nice at the beginning of a new week to realize that it's a new beginning. It's a fresh start. All the days that are out in front of us that will make up this week, we haven't lived into those yet. So we can decide in advance. Even though there are plenty of unknown things that we will face in the coming week, we can decide in advance what the posture of our heart will be. And one of the ways that we do that is to just invite the scriptures to speak into our lives, which is the purpose of us meeting here every day around this global campfire. So we got a brand new week. This week we'll read from the English Standard Version and we'll be picking up where we left off yesterday. So uh, in the Old Testament, we got this, this story and we're going to settle into it. It's essentially the story of Abraham's great-grandson, Joseph, who is the, uh, the son of Jacob, whose name has become Israel. So Joseph is one of Israel's children. And he's a young man. He's got older brothers. He's a little on the arrogant side, it appears. He, 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 he has dreams. He's definitely a dreamer. But he's definitely a young man, right? So he doesn't exactly have all of his manners and, uh, and wisdom in communication. So he has these dreams, and uh, the dreams seem to indicate that uh, his family will one day be bowing down before him, which certainly doesn't go well with his older brothers. And it really doesn't go that well with his father. And Joseph's kind of the favored one and uh, because he, he was born to his wife, Rachel, and he loved her. And he was a child that she longed for. And so he's a favored child. And his mom has passed away. And so, I mean, all that kind of comes together and his brothers just don't like him. And in the end, they take him and we... We see the first clear depiction of human trafficking in the Bible. Joseph was sold into slavery, trafficked by his own family, by his own brothers. And so he ends up in Egypt, and that's where we pick up the story. Genesis chapter 39, verse 1 through 41, verse 16 today. Now, Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had bought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him. And he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, 
the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had, in house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance, and after a time, his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept back anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her, to lie beside her, or to be with her. But one day, when he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand, and fled, and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand, and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came into me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. And she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came into me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, This is the way your servant treated me. His anger was kindled, and Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge, because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. Sometime after this, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker committed an offense against their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard appointed Joseph to be with them, and he attended them. They continued for some time in custody. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, each his own dream, and each dream 
with its own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they were troubled. So he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in custody in his master's house, Why are your faces downcast today? They said to him, We have had dreams, and there is no one to interpret them. And Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Please, tell them to me. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream there was a vine before me, and on the vine there were three branches. As soon as it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and the clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, This is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. In three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office, and you shall place Pharaoh's cup in his hand, as formerly, when you were his cupbearer. Only remember me when it is well with you, and please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh, and so get me out of this house. For I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the pit. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was favorable, he said to Joseph, I also had a dream. There were three cake baskets on my head, and in the uppermost basket there were all sorts of baked food for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating it out of the basket on my head. And Joseph answered and said, This is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. In three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat the flesh from you. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants and lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. After two whole years... Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile, and behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows. And Pharaoh awoke. And he fell asleep and dreamed a second time, and behold, seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. And behold, after them sprouted seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. So in the morning his spirit was troubled. 
and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was none who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my offenses today. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, we dreamed on the same night, he and I, each having a dream with its own interpretation. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams to us, giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream. And as he interpreted to us, so it came about. I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they quickly brought him out of the pits. And when he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Matthew 12, 46 through 13, 23. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother? And who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great crowds gathered about him so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Then the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered them, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing 
they do not see, and hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And then tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word. Immediately, he falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word, and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. Psalm 17 In the shadow of your wings, a prayer of David. Hear a just Cause, O Lord, attend to my cry, give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come, let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart, you have visited me by night, you have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love. O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. 
They have now surrounded our steps. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion, eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him. Deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life. You fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children, and they leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Proverbs 3, 33-35 The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Toward the scorners he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. Father, we thank you for another day. Another day in the rhythm that goes back many, many years. And, uh, and with your grace and mercy, we'll continue on many days into the future, even years and years into the future. But we thank you for bringing us to this moment of time where we cross a threshold into another week. And we invite your Holy Spirit fully into everything about this week, everything about us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear as we continue to open ourselves to you. Come, Jesus, we pray. In your mighty name, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here, so be sure to stay up with what's happening. And uh, check out the resources that are available in Daily Audio Bible Shop, as well as uh, visit the prayer wall in the community section and pray for your brothers and sisters. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link on the homepage, and I thank you. Uh, I thank you with all my heart for your partnership. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, you can hit the hotline button, the little red button in the app, or you can dial 877 877- 942-4253. And that is, that's it for today. Welcome to a new week. It's going to be a great one. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. Uh, my name is Brian. 
Um, I'm asking uh, for prayer. Um, I've gone through some severe depression and anxiety and have had some memory loss and uh, cognitive impairment. Um, I'm really struggling with all that. And of course, it's got me worried. I just had dark thoughts. So. My wife may be leaving me. Um, I think I've just been so wrapped up in trying to fix what's going on. I haven't paid attention to her. And I've had extreme guilt. Uh, this is my, actually my second marriage. Just extreme guilt about my first marriage and divorce. And, uh, you know, just, she's having a hard time processing that. I just, I just feel helpless and hopeless. And uh, I mean, it's a struggle when, you know, you, things don't make sense and have a hard time remembering things and just, just the future is just so uncertain and I'm basically just asking for prayer. Um, this has been really difficult and I don't, I don't know, I just feel like God is so far away. I've been praying and I just, just need help love, so thank you for your prayers. Bye. Ah, dear Diana, this is Joanne from Happy Valley. I just heard your prayer request of uh, January 14th. Please know that God loves your boys even more than you do, and he will care for them. He will see that they are together. I. All of us, I know, in the community are praying so hard for you now. You're going to go home and be restored. And from there, you'll be able to watch over your boys also. But we will never stop praying for your boys, I promise. For as long as we're alive and as long as they're alive, they will be in our prayers and God will hold them in his hands. God bless you, Diana. Thank you for all you've given the world through your book. And I pray you Godspeed. Good morning, Dabbers. This is Lady of Victory on Tuesday, the 14th of January, listening. And oh, 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 did my heart break for Diana, who has the cancer that has metastasized from her breast to her brain and has the autistic boys. I believe I prayed once before, but God, have mercy. We know that the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess and that at the name of Jesus, and it's at that name of Jesus, God, and so cancer is a name and so we cause cancer to bow at the name of Jesus on behalf of Diana 
God, now if it is your will that our sister passes from this life to the next, God, let your perfect will be done. But God, her prayer is not so much for her, but for her autistic boys. And so God, we are asking that you would show yourself mighty and strong in the lives of these young men. God, who did not choose to come here autistic, but even in their autism, God, even on the spectrum, you have a plan and a purpose for them. And so she's done what she can do, God, as a mother to set them up. Now, God, we ask that you would finish the work that she has done for them, that they would be taken care of, God, particularly the 19-year-old. We bind the hand, God, of the enemy who would cause her to worry, God, but that she would trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Do it for your glory and for their good. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Be encouraged, sis. Hi, this is Shirley from Southeastern Washington. It is January 14th. I just got through listening to the Daily Audio Bible and listened to the prayer requests. And the prayer request from Diane Davis who wrote the jewels of the Bible. She took line by line and made them rhyme. And I just found out that the cancer has metastasizing gone to her brain. Yeah, asking for prayer for Elijah to be able to stay with her, her son, both boys to stay together. They're both autistic. Diane, I'm praying for you. I'm praying, I'm praying for a miracle. And I'm praying that those boys will be able to stay together. I am going to pray my heart out for you, Diane. That God will just touch that home. That God will, will, will bring down his mercy upon your home. The time's going and I can't say too much, but I just want you to know that Shirley in southeastern Washington is praying. And we'll be praying every single day. And I. And please, please stay in touch. Let us know how things are going for you. And know that we love you. God loves you. And he's taking care of everything, Diane. You know that. God loves you. We love you. DAB family, please pray for Diane. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you, Jill and Brian, for this ministry that we can come together and pray for one another and listen to God's word. Bye. Hello, Dabbers. This is Walter, the burning bush that will not be devoured for the glory of our God and King. Guys, I got so many praise reports right now. Um, first off, uh, last week I called, prayed for my uh, sister who had found a lump in her breast and she went for a biopsy. Praise the Lord. Um, results came back. No cancer. Hallelujah. And I'm believing that the same positive results for many who prayed with me um, with similar situations. Um, also, I got sworn in as a U.S. citizen last Friday. Hallelujah again. Praise God for answered prayers. Um, it's been 20 years, guys. <laughs> a 20-year journey. Uh, and then been in the application process for citizenship specifically since 2014. And uh, actually, yeah, it's been 20 years I've been going through immigration paperwork. And praise God, you guys have been here from the beginning. Ten years ago, you know my prayer requests <laughs> um, have come in. So 
Anyway, praise the Lord for answered prayers. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Um, I love you guys. <laughs> and thanks for all those who've been praying with me. Love you all, and I'll be in touch. Bye. Hi, this is Ben in Columbus, Ohio. And I am calling for my brothers and sisters out there in the community that are afraid to call. Um, I, I feel pressed by the Holy Spirit to invite you to call. We are your family. We are your brothers. We are your sisters. And we are your brothers and sisters of your forever family. It doesn't matter if you can't speak well. It doesn't matter if you stumble over your words. It doesn't matter if your voice is hoarse. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. Um, you are calling in your family and we love you dearly I feel like there is someone specific out there that is right on the verge you're right on the verge of calling and you just need a little push this is your push I love you and I want to hear from you we want to pray for you and so I encourage you to push the red button or call the hotline and 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 let and, and be heard okay I love you. Take care. Bye. Lord, we give to you Diana Davis. We lift her up. We ask for your supernatural healing. We know she's committed to you, and she's lifted up her life to you. Lord, we do the same. We ask you to take care of her boys. Please, please help this situation. Please help her. Please help her boys and her husband as well. Oh, Holy Spirit, just pour onto, into their lives and onto them at this very moment. Comfort, heal, make whole again. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's your brother Bart in Kentucky, Diana. Keep praying. Hang in there. We're praying for you. Have a good day.